It's Thursday, May 12th. Welcome to the News Diet, a healthier alternative for staying informed. I'm your host, Michelle Carroll. Today, I'm going to talk about the $40 billion Ukraine bill, the end of the iPod, and the unfolding violence in Sri Lanka. Let's be informed so we can get on with our day. The House has passed a $40 billion military aid package to fund support efforts in Ukraine's ongoing fight against Russian forces. The package passed easily, with a large majority voting in favor, 368 to 57. Originally, Democrats were hoping to attach $10 billion to the package for COVID health funding, but Republicans wanted that to be its own package to address later. President Biden originally asked for $33 billion for Ukraine, but Congress ultimately passed $40 billion, which actually amounts to more than 5% of the U.S. national security budget of $782 billion. The money is intended to arm Ukraine with more military equipment, send more troops to Europe to help support NATO countries closer to the conflict, and also included humanitarian support for Ukraine's government and Ukrainian refugees. Also, $67 million of this is to fund efforts to seize and sell Russian oligarch assets, like yachts. The bill is now off to the Senate for their vote. This package comes just weeks after lawmakers approved $13.6 billion for Ukraine efforts. Together, this equals around $53 billion in two months, the largest foreign aid package to pass Congress in decades. While the aid is receiving widespread approval from lawmakers on both sides of the aisle, some are questioning the amount and the swiftness of these bills while domestic items remain open-ended. Generally, Democrats are asking for more funding for COVID recovery efforts and more social programs, and Republicans are concerned about the level of spending overall. Those in support of the package argue that stopping Putin in his tracks now is important to prevent a wider conflict later. This is quite the reversal from earlier in the conflict, when lawmakers were more vocal about their concerns over getting involved in another country's conflict. But over two months of reports, videos, and pleas from Ukrainian leadership, the conflict has become the priority for governments and media around the world. Apple announced on Tuesday that it would be discontinuing the iPod, the portable music player that revolutionized digital music. Launched in 2001, the iPod allowed for the storage of up to 1,000 MP3 files and a 10-hour battery life. The product breathed new air into the Apple brand, who at the time was still known as a computer company and almost went bankrupt a few years earlier. At its peak, the iPod accounted for 40% of Apple revenue. Generations of the device included the iPod Classic, the Mini, the Nano, the Shuffle, and then the iPod Touch, which is the only model sold today. With the rise of smartphones, the audio player has become obsolete to consumers. Apple said that all remaining product will continue to be sold until inventory is out. Violent clashes have unfolded this week in Sri Lanka between anti-government protesters and pro-government forces. It's gotten to the point that the military has been deployed to the streets in an attempt to establish order. In fact, security forces have been ordered to shoot those contributing to the violence. 
The chaos unfolded as the country saw several weeks of protests against what some are calling out as being a corrupt government, as the nation is experiencing near bankruptcy. Due to the inability to repay foreign loans, Sri Lanka is now facing food shortages and import shortages like gas and medicine. The prime minister even resigned this week, along with the cabinet. Apparently, those protesting have remained largely peaceful. But that all changed on Monday, when a group of government supporters beat up some protesters. This sparked outrage among citizens who have responded with their own attacks on those pro-government and on politicians. So far, eight people have been killed, including a lawmaker and two police officers, and over 200 have been injured, in addition to over 100 buildings and 60 vehicles burned. So military vehicles and troops have taken to the streets. Some are suspecting a potential military takeover, but the defense ministry's top official has denied this speculation. Country officials have attempted to seek help from the International Monetary Fund, but both that organization and the central bank have both said that political stability must first be established. And the bank governor said that he would resign if that doesn't happen in the next two weeks. With the prime minister gone, anti-government protesters are also calling for the president, the prime minister's brother, to also resign. The president is said to soon meet with opposition politicians to discuss forming a new government. It's Thursday, May 12th, and you've just been informed. Now it's time to get on with your day. I'm Michelle Carroll. Thanks so much for listening. If you like The News Diet, be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast so you can always get the latest episode. And leave a review as we all know how that helps boost a show's visibility. If you have any suggestions on how I can improve the show, I definitely want to hear from you. I want The News Diet to be as valuable as possible for you, so if you feel compelled, please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram at The News Diet or directly to my email feedback at thenewsdiet.com.